0: <laughs> I was
1: really into yeah. it. Oh, it's a finally fall. It is. The weather has turned. It has. It does. I'm in my prime. This is this is it.
2: I could still do with like a few degrees colder, but we are flirting with my prime.
1: Oh, correct. Hundred percent. Prime is jeans, t-shirt, mm-hmm. sandals in the day. And all you need is, like, a jacket at night. It's kind of like the perfect date. <laughs> but, you know, it's just me.
2: She was close to her description. It's more like October 25th, not April 25th. But Thank you. Just fine. Just fine. Agreed.
1: Agreed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like a, we like a fire at night. Yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Yes.
2: yeah yes. 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 This year we're putting up <laughs> Halloween decorations on the outside of the house. Oh, I'm hey. very excited. Yes. Nice. Yes. I saw my
1: first, like, impressive halloween one and it wasn't even it was just the the biggest skeleton i've ever seen in my life was like, it like in my na- neighborhood
2: no oh
1: it was it was in shelby's and it was like i mean this thing was like eight feet nine oh, feet tall i think
0: like home depot has like a 12 foot skeleton or something someone i'm not
1: good with judging heights
0: so it was that's <laughs> <laughs> i just remember seeing people posting about it and i was like well I, it would be cool to get i don't know where the hell i would put it in my house also, like how outside much, but how much is it you know. Oh, it's like it was like over hundred dollars. Oh I think. My God. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm already making a list of Halloween sale items I'll be buying for next year. That's Maybe. a good idea. I because need because to your do girl that. Has a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Plus, it's the same product, just twenty percent off in the day after Halloween. So yeah. It's like Valentine's Day candy.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I do that as well. Mm-hmm. Set my timer. Wake up mm-hmm. early. Let's go.
1: Let's go. <laughs> you get my birthday and then Chocolate Day. The yes. day you know? yes. 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 What's
2: not to love?
1: Uh, I'll tell you what is the best thing ever to love, is our podcast Woo, that you're listening hey, to right now, Sister says. Sunrise. Woo-hoo. I'm Morgan.
2: I'm Sarah. I'm Erin.
1: And uh, we are bringing you a group episode today.
2: A group episode. Mm-hmm.
1: We were due for one.
0: We were yes. due. Yeah, we were Yes, we one. were. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: cool, cool. Uh, it's a switcheroonie.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think a couple episodes back, probably two or three months, we did a topic swap. Mm-hmm. So we're meow, flip it down, <laughs> flip it and reverse it, <laughs> and uh, doing the opposite. So Sarah, what you doing today?
0: I'm doing urns.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. So, so true crime.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm doing Morgans. So spooky.
1: Yeah. And I got that human mind, baby. Yeah. The most
0: spooky of all. <laughs>
1: I mean, truly. Yes. Yeah. Ghost is one thing. <laughs> the human mind is another. <laughs> um, and for, since, you know, bringing it back to the OG way of doing things, uh, we have a, eh, it, this one's not technically a game, uh, but I purchased, I, call it a game. I purchased a spinning game wheel, not I mean, for the podcast, sure, but its original intent (laughs) um, was a six-year anniversary gift for Wes so that we can decide where we want to eat. That's a good idea, though. Because I am not good at making decisions. Wes is like, where do you want to eat? And I'm like, I don't know. Give me three options. And then I don't end up picking any of them. (laughs) So it's a dry erase carnival spinny wheel. So you can put like leftovers, Chinese, Mexican.
2: You are... You're selling me on this. I may buy one. Honestly, yes.
1: these little things are not cheap, but very already worth the worth the investment because where we eat already been decided multiple times. Nice drinking games can be made out of this. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. And now we have it for who's gonna go first, second, and third.
2: Can also be a chores list. You name oh, yeah. it. Exactly. Oh my goodness! Who it's has to for scrub the chore. toilet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, like Sarah, why is your bathroom floor so dirty? Oh, it just never lands on it. Our spinner, uh, for some reason just skips right past. <laughs> it just whoop
1: every time. Um, well, since I own it, I will let both of you, if you guys want to do a spin, to oh. see. Because I'm used to spinning it. I mean, I'm not gonna turn it down, but you know.
0: Do you want me- sure, you go, to go for it. I'll give sure. you the honors.
1: Um I just- will say you do need to give it a little bit of a force. Oh, okay. Yes. It's no. it's it's not it's it's very sturdy. Okay. Okay. So Aaron is gonna is gonna spin the wheel, and then this will determine who goes
0: first. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: okay. And then, do you want to put it close to her mic so you can hear it? Like. Okay. Okay. I think it's pretty loud.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, Sarah! It's for me. I'm Sarah! first. <laughs>
1: Oh, hey, okay. hey! Okay. Sarah, do you want to spin to see if it's me or Aaron that goes next? I do, yeah. I do. Come over, come over. Come on down. <laughs> I think i am like the big one baller uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Morgan. Oh! There we go. Alright. Oh wait.
0: Morgan's next. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright,
1: a. a Ron. Wait, what if I I'm gonna roll and see if I get
0: Aaron. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. do Just it.
2: What if I do?
0: Damn ah, I got it, that was you. <laughs> Fucking
2: gross.
0: Did you bring two stories Yeah, today? that's what I was thinking. I'll take a break this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, ma'ams, I did not.
0: All right. Sarah. All right, let's go. What do you have for us? I have the one I've been
2: wanting to tell you for weeks. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to tell you about an infamous character named Bum Farto. Shut the fuck up. Is that really his name? It is. A okay. beloved Bum. B-U-M? B-U-M.
1: So, like... Lobo slash bootay.
2: Yeah. And then Farto as in farts. Fart- oh. Oh. Okay. Ooh. He farted.
1: So
2: Ooh. Yes. Farto. Yes. He was a beloved fire chief in Key West, Florida okay. who disappeared in 1976. Ooh. Whoa. In his hometown, there is a play about his life. That is how like infamous he was.
0: <laughs>
2: Sorry. Um, <laughs> what? Yes. And this is for good reason, because Bumfardo was not your average fire chief. He lived life with some flair, we shall say. Okay. At the time of his disappearance, he was known to always be wearing the color red, most likely his red leisure suit. He also wore glasses that were tinted red. Some would say he wore rose-colored glasses.
1: Um, it's a leisure suit. Le- it's
2: a lizard suit. Um,
1: a leisure suit. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Is that like a Hugh Hefner thing? I don't know what that means. Yeah, let me find one. Thank you. Sorry. I just don't. I want to, I want to get the full picture. Right now I'm picturing like, um, the Santa Claus before he turns into Santa. Mm. You know, he's just kind of like in those red pajamas. That's like kind I mean. of
0: a tracksuit, not a tracksuit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like a little Comfier. more. Comfier yeah so it's not silk no oh okay oh it's like juicy couture
2: here I'm gonna pass around this is his daily outfit oh okay this is him Mm-hmm. that's Bumfardo you can keep that that's his
1: real fucking name
2: I'll get there. <laughs> um, oh, he fine. loved gold as well. He would wear lots of it: gold chains, pinky rings, normal rings. He even had his chief badge at work encrusted with gold. Yeah.
1: He, uh, wow. He's really he really thinks. I like the cigar in his hand in this picture as well. Yeah. We'll We'll post this picture for sure <laughs> on, on the on the gram.
2: Yes. His interiors oh. of his home were red walls and red carpet. What the fuck? And no. And when he left his house, he would get into a red Red car, car. lime green (laughs) (laughs) car with the personalized license plate that said El Jefe, the chief. (gasps) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This man is a character in himself.
1: Why would you trick me like that, sir? Yeah.
2: I should have known. (laughs) Because I don't know why that was the one thing that wasn't red. I
0: I thought you were
1: going to be like a red car with red fabric interior.
0: Aren't I don't red- know the interior. It might be red interiors. Ooh, Aren't red oh cars my. like more expensive, like insurance-wise
2: too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean lime green, I don't think that's saving you any cash. And also,
1: back then I don't know. True. You know, wait, wait when was this? Uh
2: 76. I,
1: I should have known by the outfit. Wolf. <laughs> oh my god, you know what he looks like? Uh oh, I'm sorry, a minute. He's like a less attract not that this guy's attractive, but a more a less attractive Bob from that 70 show.
2: Mm. Yes. Yes. He okay. Is. Like
1: same colored top and pant. That's like what I. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. No, I see it. Okay. He also would help out. Like, so he was into the religion Santeria, which apparently the color red's really big. Um. He. Santa. <laughs> no, not like Santa oh. Claus. It's um. I didn't look up how to explain Santeria. Okay, so yes, he practiced the religion of Santeria. Um, Morgan, what did you find on what that actually is? I All don't right. know the best way to describe it. I got,
1: I kind of found two things. So, it says Santeria, also known as Regla de Ocha, Regla Lucimi, or Lucimi, is a. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Is an African diasporic religion developed in Cuba during, excuse me, Cuba during the 19th century. It arose through a process of. Syncretism between the traditional Eubara religion of West Africa, the Roman Catholic form of Christianity, and spiritualism. And then at the top it says, what are the beliefs of Santeria? And it says, the Santeria faith teaches that every individual has a destiny from God, a destiny fulfilled with the aid and energy of the Orshias. Or- the basis of Santeria religion is the... Nurture of a personal relationsh- relation with the porcherias and one of the principal forms of devotion is an animal sacrifice.
0: Oh,
2: so just a different kind of religion than yeah. what probably most people in America are used to. Oh, sorry,
1: I've never heard that word before. Yeah, huh. okay, all right. So, you not knowing is yep, 100%. Perfect.
2: I just knew it was different. I know, um. People said the color red is like a big color of protection. So he also would help with like a little league baseball team in Key West. And before each game would write, would light a red candle in the back of his car. And like, yeah, so he's eccentric. The word I would use for him is a character. He's eccentric. He is 100%
0: himself. And you said he's a fire chief. He is a fire chief. So do you think that this religion kind of led him to do that? Like fire trucks, red? No, not at all. Um, Protecting uh, others.
2: I wonder which one... It's like which came first, the chicken or the egg. Okay. Yeah, because it does make sense for his beliefs, but also... Okay, so I'm being told that Key West has a weirdness all of its own. They have nicknamed themselves Key Weird. Oh. I'm actually going there in November, so I will report back. Okay. Um, But for a place even as eccentric as Key West, Bum stood out. <laughs> Having been... <laughs> His bum was out. His pants were low. Stop. Oh, my God. Um, having been born there in July of 1919, he became accustomed to accepting the neighborhood. Oh, no. He became accustomed to an accepting neighborhood. Uh, that makes more sense. All right. Okay. Grammar matters. <laughs> um, he was born with the name Joseph. Oh. Yes. But he got the name he is known by, bum, from the local fire station. As a kid, he lived across the street from it and would always, quote, bum around there, ask for sodas, spare cigarettes, rides on the, what?
1: That's so funny. Yes. That's so weird.
2: Yeah. Um, So that is how he got the name Bum Farto. Farto is his real last name. Damn,
1: that's unfortunate.
2: He is, yes, the child of proud Spanish immigrants who did not Americanize their name when they came here. So another version would be Fardo, F-A-R-D-O, or even Fargo. F-A-R-G-O. Okay. And okay. they said, no, Farto is us. Okay.
0: Okay. Good for them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I honestly like it. It doesn't go well with the first name Bum. No. Correct. But he kept it proudly.
1: Joseph Farto doesn't sound that bad.
2: Yes. Joseph Farto mm-hmm. might get a first date. Bum Farto. We're gonna have to do a FaceTime before I meet you in public. <laughs> Let me see that red, that red fit, baby. <laughs> yes. Um So, yes, working for the fire station was a lifelong goal. And around age 45, in 1964, our buddy Bum became the fire chief. Go, Farto, go! Mm -hmm. He had that Leo confidence, though. And, well, El Jefe didn't like to follow the rules. He did get caught misusing firehouse funds on a few occasions. uh Uh-oh. And he threatened a fellow fireman who was working on an investigation on him. Those accusations, though, he could sweep under the rug because he had friends in high places in government. Like, he was friends with the Attorney General's son, who also practiced law and was high up in government. But what he couldn't hide for too long was his involvement with narco-trafficking. Yes, Fardo was helping move drugs through his firehouse. I'm not trying to be that bitch, but, like,
1: he definitely looked like that.
2: No, you're not that bitch. Like, okay. He... He lived life with a swagger that you would not normally expect with a law-abiding like, fireman.
1: I don't think the correct term is a slumlord. I don't know the correct, like non, maybe not nice, or the nicer version of that. But like that man, that that man was a boss leader. I could just tell about that one picture. He he had like he kind. Of, I feel like he thought he was Elvis. Just I, like that, you, he gives off that vibe just from the one picture.
2: Yes, it's. The word flair is what I keep using. Um, we'll post pictures of him, but really Yeah, like he had his fire chief name tag encrusted in gold. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you had to think like where is that money coming from? That's not from the the what Commonwealth funds they give to firefighters. Yeah. Not at all. Yes. Um so yes, he was moving drugs through his firehouse, really just the parking lot, but that didn't matter to an undercover <laughs> agent. <laughs> He didn't bring it inside the house, all right? Okay. He was photographed dealing to an undercover agent. What? No, Fardo, no. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> in 1976, the DEA raided Key West under the name Operation Conch. Basically, this is where a bunch of agents rounded up all the crime, starting with low-level guys in one day. They literally had like 100 agents come into town. They they told the, whole, they told the hotel they were there for a karate tournament. But okay. they all came in suits. So people were like, something's weird. They didn't like really put together. But then once everyone started getting arrested, they're
0: like, no, this yeah. tracks. They this could have said like a conference, something to where yeah. it would make more sense. Karate tournament.
2: <laughs> and Key West isn't big enough that like they would have known a karate tournament is oh, happening. yeah. With a bunch of middle-aged men in suits. Mm-hmm. I digress.
1: <laughs> also, just, you just you said it's it was called the what? The what? Thing?
2: Operation Conch.
1: Like the magic conch?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's immediately where my brain went, sorry.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um, so Fardo was high enough level to have friends in high places and he made bail. So he would wait for his trial of organized crime where he was facing up to 30 years behind bars from his red home. Yeah, 30 years behind bars. A few days after he got home, he rented a car, kissed his beloved wife of 20 years goodbye, and told her that he had to see out. He had to see about some business in Miami and would be back in a few days. That was the last time anyone saw a Bum Fardo. Ooh, alive or dead. No one saw him after this. Uh, what? Two weeks later, his rental car was found abandoned in the little Havana neighborhood of Miami. As you can imagine, rumors and theories swirled in Key West. Everyone, though, pretty much falls into one of two camps. One, some people think he got a new life and is hiding out. Or whatever crime organization he was in decided to uh, get rid of him, have him swim with the fishes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why have you swim with the fishes. Yeah.
2: Either way, no one knows, but his big personality lives on. Jimmy Buffett even has a merch t-shirt that he is seen often wearing that says, quote, Where is Bumfardo? Fardo? Like if apparently if you go to Key West, which I'm I will be buying this t-shirt okay, if I see I'm it. Okay, yeah. I'll all
1: like one. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Okay, I'll keep that in mind. What? Noted, noted. Yeah, he's on a bunch of t-shirts apparently. Um, and the thing is there is literally no trace of him. No receipts, no witnesses, nothing. It's like after he left Key West, Bumfardo stopped existing. What? Um there is, there is a well-known mafia family in Miami at the time that could have done away with him. But personally, I do think he just got a new life. What? Well, okay. What do you guys think?
1: If he was funneling funds and was seem- seemingly kept his job for that long, I have a feeling he was like, yeah, I'm out. I don't think he would let somebody come close enough to him to just the vibe mm-hmm. that I would get from him.
2: And I was thinking it would be really easy for him to disappear because he was so like... His personality and outfits were so loud in Key West. All he had to do was not wear red, change his glasses, and people would be like, who are you? Maybe
1: maybe change the color of his
2: car. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Just maybe. But, like, the rental car he took, it wasn't anything special. So Mm -hmm. he honestly easily could have just switched out. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean,
1: there was no comments of, like, he didn't have any family or, like, maybe there was people other places that could have helped him.
2: Very true. I know his parents had died at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... But by all accounts, he did really love his wife, which makes me sad. But, Aww.
0: yeah. That's well, maybe very if, if he did start up a new life, maybe he did it to protect her, too. Like, yeah. well, I almost went to jail. These people could be coming after me mm-hmm. and, you know, his wife. So, yeah. I don't know. I, li- I like that thought that he's still out there somewhere. I mean, he's probably dead by now because he'd yeah. be like 103. Oh. Um, a lot yeah. of people, for
2: some reason, think he went to Cuba. But the thing is, his family is not from Cuba. His family is from Spain okay Mm. but i don't know where cuba came from maybe like his big personality would do well in cuba i don't know Hmm. so yeah i don't know where he went but i think he has a new life
1: yeah
0: i think he had a new life yeah Yeah, Yeah. he got a second start like Uh, you said morgan he had the resources so i think he could have managed it yes
1: but at the same time it's the 70s and you're dealing with drug lords yes just as easily as he, we think he could have disappeared i think somebody else could have made him just <laughs> grit, So
2: yes one way or another he yeah. gone he gone wow yeah. that's bumfarto that's crazy mm-hmm. Wow. his life itself though i was like who are you like how cool wow yeah i get anxious to wear like an alien t-shirt in public like are people gonna think i'm a freak you this didn't guy give a shit bro no yeah love it Live like Bumfardo. We all yes. should. Individual
1: man. Mm-hmm. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. Oh, shit. Is it me?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your it's turn. You.
1: Oh, my God. All right. I was so wrapped up, I kind of thought... I was like, oh, great. We're done.
0: Oh <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like wow, well, sure. But I and was And that's mad. it. that's kind the episode. was
1: it was a, was a <laughs> group episode. <laughs> all right. <clears throat>
2: Uh-oh. Oh, uh, what?
1: That no, was- nothing. I'm just... All right. I wrote... You know how I write. Whenever I, even when I write text messages, I feel like I write how I talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people do, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Ever since I switched to putting my notes on my phone, I, I write my notes out like I'm texting or like I'm telling a story. So,
2: okay, I'm just gonna read. Wait, can I have my phone back first? Yeah, sorry. You're good. You no, me. we have to keep it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you.
1: All right. God, my eyes are watering. I don't.
2: Huh. actually really quick here is the Bumfardo
0: t-shirt where is Bumfardo oh
1: oh well, with is the it? car too
0: yeah oh, that's funny I like the. I was trying to figure out if he was being like ran over by the car or if he was standing in front of it I couldn't like his hands were up so I couldn't tell oh my god like just a character
2: and they I'm have little- this
1: in his shirt's not solid red but you know who am i to say that's his, his color
2: that's not for us to wear uh, that's right, for right. his protection you're right
1: okay, okay.
2: what you got what you got
1: well ladies as if my texts earlier to you this week weren't sad or telling of what i attempted to cover i don't know what is <laughs> listeners we have officially gotten to the point in our episodes uh, and they are so plentiful that I don't recognize until mid-research that I was, quote, relearning about Stockholm Syndrome, <laughs> which Sarah had already covered. <laughs> to be fair, this is episode 125?
2: It could be 1 it million 125,
1: 125, yeah. Yeah. And yours was episode 11.
2: Yeah, it was very early on. I was going to say that you probably wouldn't even be researching the same thing as me at this point.
1: Um, pretty sure I was, because as soon as I was like halfway through, like, le- and I was like, Wait, this is sounding like really oh. fucking familiar. Oh, and no. And I was like, God damn it. Anyway. That's a new text. It got yeah. it. So again, listeners, peep episode 11 if you want to <laughs> dive into that. I will, I will cover a little bit of it because uh, it does have to do with what I'm covering. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, I did confirm that there was a spinoff, if you will, of Stockholm Syndrome. In fact, it's the exact opposite and it's Lima Syndrome.
0: Oh. Yeah. Lima. 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 L I M A.
2: Like a Lima bean. <clears throat> do, you, do you call it God, do you call it Lima or Lima beans? Lima beans. Lima? Of course, that's what I always say. <laughs> like a lima bean.
1: You were almost close to that.
2: I was only saying it for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I'm going to musk a trolley on through that and keep going.
2: I quit the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I quit. <laughs> um, but again if, you, again, if you are a big fan and haven't listened to episode 11 in a while, uh, <laughs> as a refresher, Stockholm Syndrome is defined on ClevelandClinic.org uh, as, quote, a coping mechanism to a captive or abusive situation. People develop positive feelings toward their captors or abusers over time. This condition applies to situations including, sorry, this is child abuse, coach-athlete abuse, relationship abuse, and sex trafficking, end quote. And again, that's not all. Those are just some examples. Mm -hmm. Um, It was named by a Swedish criminologist based on the fact of its location, Stockholm, Sweden, um, of a 1973 bank robbery. And similarly named, Lima syndrome is named after Lima, Peru.
2: Hey. Okay. 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 Actually, I don't know. Maybe I should wait to hear what Lima syndrome is. For I'm like, hey, how exciting! Oh,
1: I mean, it's um. We're in Lima. It's fine. It's Lima, you know. And as soon as I looked it up, because like it kept coming up when I was like looking up Stockholm syndrome, and uh, all that came into my head was like, <laughs> in high, no, in college Spanish class, because I had to attempt to take that. We had to like learn the the countries. And it was like, Lima, Peru, Bogota, Colombia. Like, <laughs> like, it, was like, like, song. Like, it was just the whole time. just like, like And like, I don't like, even remember the whole song, but it was just, it was there. Okay. Chugging okay. along. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Unlike Stockholm Syndrome, it was not named after a bank robbery. Instead, it was named after a 1996 crisis hostage negotiation that involved several hundred people. Whoa. Yeah. Um, EmergencyLive.com uh on Lima syndrome states, quote, Lima syndrome is a psychological response in which a captor or abuser develops a positive bond with a victim. When this happens, they may become empathetic to an individual's circumstances or condition. End quote.
2: Mm, so okay. instead
1: of it, it's it, it's like just basically the flip-flop. So Instead of people like, and again, to kind of refresh, I would, I would highly suggest that you go listen to Sarah's episode. Cause I think you, did you cover the bank robbery portion of it? Okay. So in that case, like the people who were held hostage ended up feeling bad for the people who were like holding them hostage. So it's like kind of a weird thing. In hmm. this stance, it's almost like the captors start to feel bad that they're putting these people in this, these uncomfortable situations. So very weird um and i will this whole uh, this whole section of of, of my topic take it all with a grain of salt there is not nearly as much research into this as there is into stockholm syndrome they haven't done any like longevity studies on it it's very minimal information is out there it's more to me like they had an odd situation that it ended up being the opposite and they were like Sounds like, like a syndrome, I guess. Like, like, it was, it's definitely like, not in the MD5 or whatever. Is that what it's called? Isn't that what it's called?
2: Um, the DSM. 5.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's what I said. Yeah. No, totally <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I forgot what it was for a second. I was like, the MD5. It's a drama. MD5? MD5? <laughs> I do think it comes to like, People forget like just because you do a bad thing doesn't mean you're a monster of a person. Yes. So let's say I hold up a bank because I'm in like a a sticky such a sticky situation. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I got I got bills I got to pay for my <laughs> college education. Yes. And Everyone in that bank I know is a hostage, but it's not like I hate them individually. So if you're in there like, I am trying to get a loan from my banking business. I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry to put you through this. And then you would start to have like those emotions, I think. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is you forget like, not everyone's heartless. Like you're doing a thing, but you might still actually care about people.
1: Yeah. It's almost like it too, if you get in that, that rut of like, this is the only solution. This is the only thing I can do yeah. that's going to help me. And then like you start to do it and you're like, fuck, I'm... I'm being like, I'm making other people's lives harder. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just have like a moment of consciousness.
2: But you've already gone too far, so we're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, can't (laughs) stop. Can't (laughs) stop now. I'm mid robbery. Thank
2: you. We're actually planning a robbery right now. So if you have any tips, let us know.
1: I'm not a fast runner, so we need a getaway driver. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We need Bumfardo's getaway driver.
1: Oh, shit,
2: yeah. No, he didn't have one. But anyway.
1: Okay. Well, he's got relatives. We'll figure it out. Um, so let's go back to its roots. A party was being held by a Japanese ambassador at the time. And this was going to be a pop party, like I said earlier, involving several hundred people. And not just any people. They were diplomats and government officials. While some sites vary in the length of the first round of people being released, days into a few weeks, it's important to note that the negotiation... Took months and ended with more people being released. Um, to then the negotiation was ultimately unsuccessful, and all were finally released. These people ranged from like the president the, or the uh, gr- the president nominee for Peru to like his mother. Whoa! And just like random, oh. like random people that were involved in politics and government. Huh. I couldn't find notes on the why or when, but one hostage was killed. Um, Again, there's not a lot of information based on like what actually happened and how all of this kind of went down, but it was just like a very weird situation. Again, like I said, grain of salt. It is a thing, but it's not super researched. So, um, and then quote, it is unclear whether Lima syndrome can be explained by feelings of guilt moral indecisiveness second guessing of one's actions or obliviousness end quote so basically what they're trying to say is like because of the lack of study they don't know if it's someone starting to feel sorry for their captors or their whoever they're taking advantage of us i'll use that that word yeah um that wording um or it's like they just kind of give up on themselves. I feel like in this hostage negotiation thing, they kind of just—they kept—they kept—kept referencing that they were like they just let people go, like regardless, like they didn't even think of their statute, like they didn't think of repercussions, they didn't think of like this, like who these people were. It was just very much like, oh yeah, like whatever, go. It was like mm-hmm. super weird.
2: Huh. It seems like they lost their bite or their bark, whichever that one is. Like. You start, and then you're like, oh, this is a lot. You know what? You go. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but
1: it's, it's also crazy to think that this took months. So, so like... That like, is wild. That it's is. Hundreds and, of people.
0: And was it just one person?
1: It was... Um, okay. No, it was a group. Maybe this is why I said MD5. Let me pull it up really quick. Um. <laughs> Sorry, give me one second. Um. I think this is where I found most of stuff. Okay. Okay, the people who were the captors were members of the Tupac Amaru Revolutionary Movement. They called it the MTRA, though. Okay. So there was the the drama was that there was members of the MTRA in prison, and they wanted them released. Gotcha. So that's where that all like came from. But like, it sounds like you have a valid reason and a want to continue this hostage negotiation but like nothing came of it it's just again really weird situation and like a really weird point i feel like in history also this is 1996 like it's not it's not 1973 when stockholm syndrome was first like mentioned and discovered with the bank robbery like this is 20 years later wow yeah Hmm. so just just interesting to me like, like they, they have, have a lot more technology at their hands to maybe make this actually be successful, and it just fell apart. Huh. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> my little toot noise, or my my farto noise, if you will, farto <laughs> farto machine. Um, again, this was a very quick topic. Um, there is, I'll put, I'll put my. Um, links in the show in the show notes, but there also is one that I'll. If we have room, we have a limit on our show notes, but if there's room, I'll put this one too. Um, the final point is I wanted to make while researching: there was at least one article on how Beauty and the Beast is actually more like Lima syndrome than Stockholm syndrome.
0: Oh, okay. What are
1: your thoughts? And I, again, again it's been a minute since I've seen Beauty and the Beast. However, I kind of agree with it because. The Beast doesn't, like, he starts to feel for Belle before she feels for him.
2: I I guess I do
0: see that point. Yeah.
2: I think it's a mixed bag of psychological diseases. Yeah. (laughs) Or psychological impacts. I
1: I did, yes. I agree with that as well.
2: Because she, I would argue, does have Stockholm Syndrome. She's like, I'll go back for the Beast. I care for him. He's had a hard Uh, life. And then he's like,
0: I'll let her go. I care for her. She's had a hard life.
1: I think the article, Love. too, again, I'll post it. If there's spaced, it's easy to find if you just Google, like, Lima syndrome, Beauty and the Beast, it'll come right up. Um, but it, I think it's interesting that it, like, lists out why it's not Stockholm syndrome. Okay. It doesn't just say necessarily, like, th- that because it's not Stockholm syndrome that it's Lima syndrome. But it is interesting to say, like, truly, Bell Bell went back to prevent a murder, not anything else. And I was like, no, I think she kind of cared for him. I'll, I'll, she seemed pretty mad. upset. Yeah, she seemed pretty mad. And it also, it was guest on, so of course she's pissed. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me. But yeah, I think it's interesting that maybe it wasn't so stockholm if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It maybe had elements of Lima and other things in it, so.
2: stockholm sweet stockholm <laughs> Yep, yep.
1: So yeah, that's Lima syndrome. Who right. would have known there was an opposite of such a weird... Thing that can
2: occur, so leave it to Morgan to explain the episode. Thank Ooh. you, thank you. you say
1: Lima to
2: Morgan? I said, Leave it, yeah, leave yeah, it to Morgan. You did, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, still goddamn pun stuff. wow,
1: thank you so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <wow. laughs>
2: no, that was good. I'd never heard of that. Yeah, I thought it
1: was interesting.
2: It was really interesting, never heard of it. Aaron, I believe you were telling a story. Oh, Jesus Christ. I yeah. am. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyway. Yes. We had to this fill some air
1: time because mine was <laughs> very short.
2: Mine was also short.
1: <laughs> oh. He may cut all That's that out. Good. Who knows? Oh.
2: It probably doesn't make sense. I think we stopped on a gap and then
0: we'll find out. Wes surprised us. Somebody had to
1: pee. I, needed, I did, yes. It's fine. We're, we're good. I picked
0: out a new shirt. It was a whole thing. <laughs> and now I have, um, well, a spooky tale. A spooky place, I should say, that I'm covering today. Okay. Oh, yeah. hmm <laughs> um, I'm covering the Stone Lion Inn. Okay, heard never this. heard of it. Okay, awesome, good. I don't. I'm gonna know. tell you about it.
1: Ooh, And yeah. now I'm
2: nervous.
0: Oh. <laughs> don't be too nervous. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's um, what it wants you to be. <laughs> it wants you to be nervous. <laughs> The 8,000 square foot Victorian mansion. Holy fuck. That is a mansion. It is a mansion. Uh, Was built by Effie Hutton in 1907 in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Uh, Hutton was the owner of Cotton Oil Company and the first car dealership in the state. Hmm. The four-story home (laughs) comfortably fit Hutton, his wife, and their 12 children.
1: Hey, shout out to those 12s. Let's go.
0: (laughs) You know what? Four stories may have been necessary. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay, but see, here's the thing. 8,000 square feet. My great-grandparents had probably a four-bedroom house, maybe. And they had 12 children as well. Oof. So it's possible. That's crazy. They, they probably had a good, good life. life. They
2: had good lots
0: life. of room to run. Mm-hmm. I bet
2: you they still thought it was too cramped. Probably. <laughs>
0: maybe. Yeah, I mean, 12 is a, well, a fuck ton. However, maybe not though. Um, according to hauntedrooms.com, the house cost $11,900 to build, which today would roughly be around $356,000. So, that's
1: not that long. like can I go no, back in
0: time? But it was the most expensive home in town at that time. Totally believe that. So, com- when was it? This was in 1907. So compared to what they were living in versus then. It probably was really spacious
2: yeah
0: and um four-story
2: house for 300 grand oh i mean, wouldn't that be me? Uh, i don't amazing. care if it's haunted listen yeah. Bro, spirits can out have there a floor we can each have a wing ooh it's my dream okay we'll That'd get there amazing. we'll get there like a <laughs> centralized
1: home and then it has three branches off of it three wings uh-huh like and it looks you know it's cool looking and then yeah. you and your, your family, family have, have one. I have, I have one. one. You and you, you and your family have one. We all just.
2: That would be cool. You are describing the Taunton Asylum right now. That was the whole way they would set those up. Like you had your main administrative building that was beautiful in the middle. And then the wards would branch off.
1: Sounds like there's a, a skeleton of a building that we could start renovating.
0: Dips. Mm-hmm. Dips. We're taking it. We're taking it. <laughs> Yes. And then, just to compare, the average cost of a home around that time was two thousand dollars. Yes, Whoa. so it was definitely very different from what they had been living in before. They're putting their dicks on the table. Yeah. Yes, they are. Oh, oh my! my. I've
2: never heard, heard that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I not like a uh, measuring contest. Yeah, put it on the table. Let me but see it. I've never heard that in my life. I think it's real. I'm not a man. No, I don't Aaron's have a. Su- nodding. Not a Aaron's nodding. Oh, I, I. I think I'm she's just nodding that I've heard of it. Oh,
0: not that I've seen it nor know if it really happens yeah i
2: don't know that it's an actual i don't know boys are weird it might boys
1: Boys, don't tell tell us if it's true
0: (laughs) if it's true tell me it's not yeah (laughs) and if it's not tell me it's not the mansion contained six bedrooms eight bathrooms with clawfoot tubs two dining rooms five sitting rooms three fireplaces leaded glass bookshelves and an Adam staircase damn I don't okay. know what Adam
1: staircases, but it sounds fancy as hell.
0: I can show you. I, I got different pictures each time I can show you one that I found. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just one of like the like a spiral? rounded kind of I don't know if it is one of the spiral ones. Let me show you some of the
1: Adam's listeners. Staircase. You can head on over to Instagram or Facebook to see all the images from our topics. I mean, there's so
0: many different kinds. I don't mm-hmm. know if it has to do with like the design of it as well versus like Oh, the so it's
1: almost like, like in a royal house where it's like one staircase up and then it
0: branches off into two. Like there's a platform. Maybe. Oh, like a grand staircase kind but of? I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with the design along the sides, on the railings, or what it is, but hmm. it mentioned an Adam staircase, so I put it in it's there. It's fancy. It is. It's, it's fancier than what I got. It's I fancy. will
2: never have it. Sure. <laughs> don't That's say nothing. I know. We bind the Taunton Asylum. It's oh, happening. Yeah.
1: Oh, you just
2: where, where it was. was. <laughs> oh my god.
1: What? I just I literally I just forgot, forgot where, where the asylum, asylum was. Ah. And then it was like Morgan. <sighs> oh,
2: that was like two <laughs> weeks I would
1: ago. i be very close, close to it at to the end, end of October. October. I know. I'm
0: so excited to hear about your journey. Shit. Yes. Woo. All right. Anyway. Unfortunately, <laughs> tragedy <laughs> struck when Irene Hutton <laughs> passed away at the age of eight. She yeah. had been suffering I from. <laughs>
1: Mom.
0: <laughs> no, remember so there's sorry. 12 kids. Yeah, I'm there's, so sorry. There's I mean, a big just bunch of them.
1: Sounded like a mom name to me. It I does. I'm, yes. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, yes. I really, I'm
0: sorry. No, she was um eight years old okay. and she was suffering from whooping cough, and the family's housemaid accidentally gave her too much cough syrup, <gasps> which I read in an article back then um could contain opium. So
1: Ay-y-y-y-y-y-y.
0: yes, <laughs> yes. Um There is a hospital record of the young girl's death, but the record doesn't actually contain her name. So it was just really interesting because a few sources I read said the girl who died was Augusta Hutton, who was like close in age to Irene. But according to the Oklahoma Paranormal and Investigation Team, Irene Hutton was like not found on the 1910 census at all. So this just suggests that she was the one who had died a few years prior and not Augusta. So. Yes. Very weird. Um, there is also no documentation that states where Irene died. So whether it happened in the house or if she passed away before before they actually moved into the home. Okay. Yeah. Um. So there's just no documentation. We don't exactly know what happened, but one of the Hutton daughters died. They believe Irene. Okay. By the 1920s, the Huttons had fallen on hard times, and F.E. Hutton decided to lease his home to a funeral director. The Smith- Funeral home embalmed corpses in their kitchen. Oh. And, whoa, whoa, okay, whoa! I'm, I'm sitting,
1: sitting here getting all the excited. I'm like that's, that's cool. cool in the, the kitchen. kitchen.
0: And
2: that's where they worked. They out couldn't of. have used one of the fifteen dining rooms yeah, or however many the they had.
0: Room. Thank you. Sitting yeah, rooms. Yeah. Um. No. I guess the kitchen was where they did it. And the um, embalming table they used the original is still in the mansion today. Oh.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. Uh huh. Ooh, that just <laughs> took me on an emotional roller coaster. I was like,
1: ooh, that sounds cool. I would let that happen. And then, ooh, no, I would not in my kitchen. Oh, wait, that's called Okay, I'd like to go tour it. I don't think I want it to be in my home. Well,
2: no. The weird thing we'll is, see. if it was in my home, I would almost feel the need to, like, interview the predeceased. Like, hey, are you sick? You think you're dying? Tell me about yourself, because your soul may be here. So let's just,
1: yeah. Interview all, all, potential all potential occupants. I
2: like that. <laughs> and when I just go door-to-door, like, and you...
1: Okay. That's why picking a roommate is so fucking serious, guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: They may be with you
1: forever.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> F.E. Hutton ended up dying in the home after falling ill. Without her husband's income, Mrs. Hutton decided to lease out rooms to people who were in need of housing. For many years, the home stayed in the Hutton family until the surviving children reached old age and put the home up for sale.
2: Don't, don't mind. mind. Don't, don't, don't mind, mind what's happening in the kitchen, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. I heard embalming fluid is real sterile, Ooh. so you don't want that in the kitchen.
1: Whoa! Oh my God. Okay. At
2: least there's
0: no opium in it.
1: <laughs> Actually, I don't know Hopefully what's not. in it. It's your
0: help, <laughs> Duh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know how long, it never said when, like, the funeral home stopped working out of the mansion, so
2: no idea. Actually,
0: I don't think they would have even had, like,
2: a standard embalming fluid. So, I just finished that book on Jane Toppin. Mm-hmm. Something that caused a lot of confusion, their embalming fluid at that time in her area, they used arsenic.
1: I, I was listening to another podcast, and they just literally at one, and I don't know if this was out of convenience or what, but they literally just left the body sitting in, like, alcohol, like bourbon. They oh just, wow! Like, that, and again, I I can't, I can't quite remember. remember. I think it was morbid. They're talking mm-hmm. about like there was like it was like a body, body, snatching, a body snatching guy. I'm pretty sure. And, and this one place, snatching place snatching as soon as they, they had like this woman die, die, they put her in. Like,
0: wow. There's a little very brief story I mentioned where I think it's like they used arsenic okay. to embalm the body. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying You're is right. you don't want that all over your kitchen. No. No.
1: I mean, no offense, I don't really want a dead body regardless of the chemicals. It's
2: True, I guess the chemical isn't the out. issue
0: at this yeah. point in time. <laughs> okay, all let's, right, let's, all
1: right. Uh, let's get rid of the whole causation. Move okay.
2: That. <laughs> out. So I, guess,
0: I guess they were paying good rent, though, so who, who knows? They better be. Do, do what you gotta do, I guess. <laughs> Becky Luker bought the house in 1986 and moved in with her two sons. They lived in the um, apartment on the third floor while she renovated the mansion into a bed and breakfast. She had previously been in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where she had successfully restored other properties and entered them into B&Bs. The Journal of Hospitality and Tourism Cases stated that Becky's move was initiated by a man named Ralph McAlment, a local banker who reached out to Becky with the hopes that she would be able to work her magic and make Guthrie a tourist destination of sorts. 60 days later, renovations were completed and the Stone Lion Inn was open to the public and became Oklahoma's first and oldest bed and breakfast.
1: Okay. 60 days?
0: After 60 days of renovations, yep. That also caught my ear. Like, it only took 60 days. He, uh, this guy wanted that to get going as soon as possible. I bet he did. And he was like... It
1: it doesn't sound like it was left left in, like, ruin. Oh, no, I'm sure
0: it was just Uh, updates. uh, uh,
1: Updates rather than, like
0: redoing the whole entire thing yeah the they're not the
1: plumbing is still a sound after all that arsenic yes Body so- yep yeah, yeah. anyway Sorry. That's our
0: <laughs> we're supposed to get lunch after this <laughs> <laughs> business didn't take off right away though people in the area and visitors um didn't really know what a bed and breakfast was and oh. felt uncomfortable at the idea of staying the night in someone else's home which i'm sure that is like If you've never heard of one, you're (laughs) like, huh.
1: I can imagine. Like, no, I'd rather not
0: stay here. Uh, Things were looking pretty bleak for Becky and the business until she got an idea. What if she hosted murder mystery events every weekend?
2: Oh, Becky! Okay,
0: Becky. Every Friday and Saturday night, the Stone Line Inn organizes murder mystery dinner parties. Participating guests must follow two rules. So one, when you arrive, assume your character and do not leave that role for the entire evening. Short biographies of your role and the other guests um, are attached and the information they get. It is imperative that you study your role and the other bios thoroughly. Do not discuss your real life job, children, pets, nothing. And then two, you can make up anything you like while talking about yourself as long as you are in character and what you make up does not conflict with the information in your bio.
1: Becky, Becky with the with good cool ideas. ideas. Yes. I was thinking <laughs> that. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Yeah. I'm
2: sorry. It's probably blew out everyone's eardrums. Yes. Yes. That's yes. yes. So
1: funny. Dude, Dude that's... Also, also like, like...
2: I would do that. That's sounds- and yes.
1: breakfasts weren't really a <laughs> thing, then. I, I can only imagine, imagine that murder mystery parties, parties weren't... weren't- super-duper super popular, popular either. either. So, so it's like, like let's, let's just kill two birds with one stone. stone uh, let's, let's just go, go for the glory the here. here. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Okay.
0: You had to come up with a good marketing strategy. So I'm... And she, she did. did. She did. Okay. During these events, guests participate in a whodunit murder mystery, which doesn't entirely take place at the inn. So one specific part of the show takes guests to the Guthrie Hill Cemetery, where they gather around Elmer McCurdy's tombstone. Yes. So this isn't fabricated for the show at all, um, for the murder mystery, Elmer McCurdy was an actual person, and his story um, is integrated into one of her shows. So he was a known outlaw in the area who died during a police shootout on a train. The epitaph on his tombstone reads, shot by the sheriff's posse in Osage Hill on October 7th, 1911. No one claimed Elmer's body after his death, and instead of like just burying his corpse, it um, was placed in an arsenic based preservative and kept at a funeral home. Enough time had passed that when someone discovered Elmer's mummified corpse, they thought it was fake. So his body was taken to Los Angeles, California, where it was hung up as a prop in the Long Beach Funhouse and other sideshows until it ended up in storage. What? No. No, this really happened. Did anyone know it was real body? Well, well, it wasn't until the TV show, The Six Million Dollar Man, was filming that someone like finally realized that the corpse wasn't a dummy. I've,
1: I've heard, heard that. that. <gasps> I've heard the, the Six Million Dollar Man something weird about. about. Oh my.
0: Yes. Lord. So again, I don't know if it was used as a prop on the show or if it was just in storage and someone was like looking around and was like, the, mm, "Something's Ooh. not right about this." Yeah. So, so that, that and
1: it, his body had been preserved in arsenic? In
0: arsenic? Yes. Oh, and arsenic does a very
1: fucking good job.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Oh
1: my god.
0: Uh, uh you Omer.
1: Any, you got pictures.
0: Um yes, I think I can find I some real quick. <laughs> um I will say <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's see. You went from like, who you got pictures? <laughs> you got it.
1: Hey, you got any photos? You got you got you got any, you got
2: you got any pictures. pictures? Let me see that.
1: Wait, do I want to see it? Is it like it's that one time with that lady with, with her eyes open? Because that exactly fucking scared, scared the shit out of now
2: me. Now I want to see it.
1: Remember? remember you know what I'm talking about? The one where the dad killed his whole family and left them in the sleeping bags in the front room or whatever? Aaron covered it.
2: Are you talking about Mr. List? Yeah. Who? Who? I do remember. Oh, yeah. I do remember.
1: How do you remember that name? Jesus, fuck. I don't want I, I just remember, like.
2: I got a macabre mind. Because I, I thought I thought
1: that bitch was awake. It was alive. She did look life.
2: very alive. Oh, with
0: her eyes open, yeah. Ooh. Let me see. I have some of his face.
2: I don't know. Ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh got I got goosebumps. goosebumps. <laughs> I may I need
1: mean, I may I need, 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 need to get my eye drops, drops after this one, this one and just.
2: Whew. Aaron's gonna be the reason we have an extra glass of wine at Sasha's wine bar. Oh yeah. Oh we no! Will what need a it. bummer. What a bummer. More wine. <laughs> Boop. More espresso martini. The if they have them tini. today, which they better.
0: Okay. The like top right corners is face. That's like the best thing I can find. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Oh, pass it along. What? Here I can. Let me save this real quick. Before I forget.
2: Whoa. So is the photo Whoa. on the left like
0: pre-preserve? I don't know. Before yeah, the body that's. One?
1: Or did it maybe maybe it was that was his body when they preserved it and then.
0: Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, it looks These... like the one
2: on the left is like a death picture, and then ooh, yeah, yeah. this is definitely an embalmed because mm-hmm. it looks like a mummy.
0: Yep, <laughs> and that's why <what> they <laughs>
2: thought it was a
0: prop, I guess. Ah. So,
1: ah. dude, okay, you about to tell me this man haunts the shit out
0: of everybody, right?
1: Including possibly.
0: Us possibly so um elmer was finally laid to rest at the cemetery 66 years after his death
2: oh dang my god oh my
0: elmer Mm -mm. crazy
1: i feel bad for him
0: oh yeah same i feel bad for his
1: family well yeah no
0: one claimed his body or anything maybe he was a bad dude he was an outlaw, so.
1: Okay, no but at the same time.
0: Well, no one deserves that. Also, correct. I feel no, yeah. very bad
1: for every person that has come in contact with his deceased body.
0: Yeah, someone had to handle that. Hold it, How did I touch it. Like, How did not? I guess the. You know
1: what? I'm going to get real gross. Trigger warning. How was there no slippage?
0: Well, because I guess it's all mummified, so it's, it's all, disgusting. like, preserved and, yeah. It's disgusting. Because the water probably came out
2: of the skin, which then it was just, like, a tough like, husk. Like leather. Yeah. Do it? Yeah. hmm Gross! My dad used to get on me for tanning. He's like, Sarah, your skin's going to look like leather when you're old. And I would be like, leather's expensive, Dad. <laughs> My mom would make that same noise, like, Are you, just do it. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> <Wow>. Sarah, that's, <laughs> that's bad. It is bad.
1: You look beautiful now. Thank yeah. you. I stopped tanning. Love it. Love yes. that for you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the murder mystery dinner shows ended up being a huge success for the inn. I'd fucking <laughs> bet, bro. <Beth. laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go to that now. So, that she, yeah. cool. so, she,
1: so part of the whole thing is that she's telling this story of Elmer. Because this is all after Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it was kind okay. of integrated into, I believe, her like first murder mystery show she was like hosting. Okay. People have always been dark. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, before Becky was having trouble, like, finding anyone to stay at the inn, and now the rooms were booked out six to eight months in advance. Yeah, Becky! Mm -hmm. Let's go! (laughs) Guests, however, began to notice strange things during their stay. Some approached Becky, asking her if she had a young daughter or if a child was staying at the inn.
1: Oh my god, I have full chills on my right side.
0: When she asked why, they told her they were awakened at two in the morning by a little girl who had, like, petted them on their cheeks. Other guests told Becky similar accounts. Some mentioning that this little girl had tucked them into bed. There have also been guests who have complained to Becky and staff about being kept up at night by the sound of chil- uh, children jumping on beds. However, no children have been staying at the inn at the time these like sounds were heard.
1: Hey man, girls can jump on the bed too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you never been in a hotel and then uh. jump on a fucking bed after the age of like twelve. Don't lie. <laughs>
2: Especially jumping from bed to bed. Now that oh, is a sport.
1: Bed yes. to bed and then even just the big like.
2: <sighs> oh, the plop. You
1: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you got to test, test out the mat. Ma- come on. It's it's a <laughs> skill. Can this handle Can this handle <laughs> me springing from one bed to the another? Is there is there a reason for it? Absolutely not, but I'm going to test it.
2: <laughs> Someone's got to test it. Yeah. 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 You took one for the team. There you that's go. go. That's
1: all I'm saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Five star review. That is <laughs> so outstanding. in New
1: Orleans, my first, the room I stayed in the first night, real low ceiling, ceilings couldn't do it. I'm too tired. Uh, no. I was pretty pissed.
2: I, I bet it's fine. Made up for later. One star. Good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> ceilings too low. One star.
0: Couldn't jump. One star. <laughs> Uh, some guests have been woken up at 4 a.m. to the sound of a woman laughing, yeah. while others claim to have seen a long, dark-haired woman coming out of one of the room's closets, uh. where no one should be. <laughs>
2: uh, that's uh, the mystery ended a while ago, ma'am. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: please tuck yourself back in there. Mm-mm. Staff have also reportedly heard disembodied voices and seen objects move around the inn on their own. Ooh. According to okpri.com, some guests have even left the inn in the middle of the night because they experienced activity that they couldn't explain and they were too scared to continue their stay. Is this still a wait? I'll wait till
2: the end. I'll wait till the end. I'll wait
0: till the end. I'll tell, you. Okay. I'll tell you. Okay. Becky has also had, like, I mean, kind of her own personal experience with a spirit who she believes is Irene. So, like, her youngest son would, like, always put away his toys at night before going to bed, but when he would wake up in the morning, his toys would just be scattered all around the room. All right. I hate to be this person. Do we know for a fact he put his toys away? Because I, too, would say, like, Mom, I put all my toys away. I know. I was thinking that, too. She says he did. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it A grain it of him. salt. Yeah. grain of salt. That's fine. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that one, too, I was reading it. I was like, but, I mean, he could just wake up and kind of play around a bit, and then... Say someone else did that. I don't know. If that's the most normal thing, I I don't know. A lot of weird stuff's happening. Yes. Irene's ghost may also be the source behind the noise of, like, a rolling wooden ball that can be heard throughout the mansion. There have also been sightings of Effie Hutton, whose apparition is sometimes seen smoking a tobacco pipe. Um, However, some guests have noted, like, the burning smell of a cigar coming from the living room. Or a pipe, just saying. Or a pipe, Yes. The article I read in the Journal of Hospitality and Tourism Cases posed a question. So, are the paranormal experiences real? Or has Lucre created an emotional brand and an experience so intense that customers want to see a ghost and form a desire to be haunted based on the atmospherics and past experiences of others? So, I'm not necessarily asking you guys this, but I am asking you guys, who do you think jumped at the chance to, you know, go to the stone lion and, and answer this question? Could it be... Could it be? We're see. Zachary.
2: Baggins? It is. Woo! Yes. I'm <laughs> um, Baggins, you to tell me about this. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Bacon strips. Mm hmm. Do you yes. remember those commercials? Gotta get oh, that bacon.
0: Bacon, bacon strips. Yeah, oh, you, it's
2: like Christmas. Baggins, bacon, bacon. do. I remember those commercials. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh. <laughs> So, yes, there is a Ghost Adventures episode on this case, and I'm strictly going off of like what Discovery Plus has I, it as. So it's season 17, episode one. Season
1: 17? Yeah, they have Jesus so many
0: seasons. Christ.
1: Sorry. Season 17, episode one. One.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, no. After hearing Becky's story, Zach believes that Elmer McCurdy's spirit is tied to the Stone Lion Inn because of the murder mystery shows. Now, also take this with a grain of salt, because Ghost Adventures is the only thing I, like, only source where I heard the claim that Becky includes witchcraft or satanic rituals in her, like, shows. Like, something she does (sighs) along with the shows is considered that, but I have not read that anywhere else. Couldn't you say, like,
2: anything is witchcraft? Like, some of our Sigma rituals, you could probably spin into witchcraft. Okay, so sure, I'll, yeah.
1: I'll talk more about it in the uh, next episode. Make sure you tune in. okay. But I did have, um, I recently spoke with a medium, and oh, okay. she basically said, like, was commenting on, like, white witchcraft and how she was, like, saying that I was a white witch, and I was like, well... Uh, And she was like, like, well, you're you're starting starting to. she's like, you have rituals rituals that you do. She's like, I'm not not talking like clouds and potions and and smoke, but she's like, you have like routines and things you do that like secure secure safety for you and for others. And I was like, okay. okay. Yes. And she was like, that's white witchcraft. And I was like, okay. So in that regard, sure, maybe she fucking does. Yeah. Have I taken... Have I taken some ingredients and made a protection spell and put it outside my house? Absolutely. So, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't make me a fucking <laughs> demon. Damn. Yeah.
2: yeah. Witches are cool. Thank oh, you. yeah. Mm hmm.
1: So. Good you said that.
2: Please don't hurt me, Morgan. Please. I'm a white witch. I'm a good witch. I'm a, a white witch. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I'm a Ooh, if you ever do a bonus episode, I saw a really hot take on Wizard of Oz recently, but really? hot take. Really? Hot take. So there's,
1: some there's some hot take sorry, takes already out there. there.
2: Shit's, Shit's fucked up. That's true. Listen
0: to a whole podcast about Judy Garland. Woo, record. Of my life. Uh-oh. It's, it's a lot. Uh-oh. Well, let's not shatter that memory in my head just yet. <laughs> not just yet. Um, so yes, again, take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I don't really believe it, but whatever. Um... But anyways, in the episode, Zach goes out to Elmer's tombstone to ask him questions. Mm -hmm. There's, in the episode, there's some sort of storm going on. So he like literally pitches like a tent over the grave. It just looks really funny. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I
2: just love that I can picture him like, so I must pitch a tent over the grave. Yep. Zach, no one needs to- Keep equipment
1: safe and make sure that my conversation with him
2: could could not be disconnected. Mm-hmm. so I must yell at him and tell him how stupid he is yeah. until he comes out and attacks me. He did not do that, though. Whoa. He wasn't yelling at, at him, which
0: is good. Good. Maybe it was the tent. It calmed him. Maybe. He did calmly ask him questions. Uh, so as Zach's asking the questions, the guys who stayed behind at the inn are you know also communicating with Zach, and they have a spirit box that's on. When Zach asks Elmer how he died, the spirit box responded, hang. Mm. Yeah. So... They thought that was interesting, too, because obviously we all know that that's not how Elmer died. But they wonder if maybe his spirit like held on to the fact that he was like hung in a fun house and other places for like so many years. Like that, that kind of made sense to me.
2: It does. Yeah. It's like my terrible. body died this way, but my soul died hanging.
0: Yep. Yep. Ooh. Mm-hmm. ooh I hate that I said that. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A housekeeper, Michelle, was interviewed by Zach in a room she said she had an interesting paranormal experience in. So one night she was sleeping in this room when she felt the bed and sheets move like someone had gotten in bed and laid down next to her. Gross.
2: No, thank y'all.
0: And then later that night, um, Michelle had this vivid dream of her in the basement. And there's this bucket of water she eyes that she said was overflowing. It was like the water was just pouring out on the sides all on its own bizarre very bizarre so zach asks michelle uh to stay in that room for a few minutes and ask questions to the spirits while holding you know a recording device michelle didn't feel anything in the room while she was asking these questions but when zach and the gang look back at the footage they realized they had captured a voice saying fuck him fuck her okay
1: okay Uh, meeting zach and her
0: um, I'm not sure. They don't really okay. try to dive into why that was said. Okay. Really during this, and I think they're just like turning up the drama, Zach is, because he's asking Michelle like multiple times, did you say this? Did you say this? Even though they know they have video footage of her not saying it when it was captured. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, this poor woman, just leave her alone. Um, granted though, I get why they would ask that question because the voice does sound like eerily similar to Michelle's. Oh. Yeah.
1: It is a woman's voice, but it
0: sounds very similar to hers. But, like, the video they captured, and then the audio, they just weren't... They did not happen at the same time. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was like, Michelle was not talking when they captured that audio. (laughs) Um... Of course, it's not a Ghost Adventures episode without Zach saying or doing something strange. So I had to add and talk about this little scene of him. He's like laying on a bed with his shoes and socks off. And he's, I guess, addressing Irene's spirit and asking her, do you want to tickle my big old long toes? I just had to warn people in case you want to watch it, that is going to happen. My big old long toes? That's specific. Yeah, what he said. Exactly I what I
1: said.
2: Just <laughs> strips <laughs> Oh
0: my God! That's, That's weird. weird.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> what okay, really? like, he, he went, went from, from,
0: like, mean taunting, taunting to, like, weird taunting, like bro. <laughs> Does he need help? Is he okay? But I don't know if it's him that decides this or do, like, the producers ask him I'm
1: pretty sure him it's to. him because I think he's one of the executive producers.
2: That
0: makes sense. I hope they give him a script and he's like, you don't
2: expect me to say this. Like, we do the lot of money on the line. He
1: red-pens the whole thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to add big little long toes. <laughs>
2: they're like do whatever you yeah, want okay Sounds
1: good buddy <laughs>
2: they can't tell him no
1: no
2: not by the hair on my big long toes <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: already just
2: so weird oh it. yeah Stop.
1: Oh my God.
0: Um, okay. Here's here's another part you might hate, um, but also a little funny. It's when Aaron, you know, Zach tells Aaron, "Hey, you're gonna go up to the attic of by course. yourself." Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Aaron freaks out when something touches him, so he just kind of jumps, he screams, yelps, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I was like, "Oh my gosh! I wonder what happened." Well, he explains it as as him having plumber's crack and someone sticking a finger up his butt. <gasps> oh,
1: <laughs>
0: like, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I thought it would grab the back of his neck and yeah. touch his arm or something. No, it just went straight for the crap. It went straight for his bum <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> When he asked who touched him, the spirit box responded, the kid. Oh my god,
1: stop yes. crying.
0: So the kid has a sense of humor. Um, also oh when Aaron...
1: <laughs> Wait, were his pants pant up? up? So he, like, yeah, but it's through his, that's his pants.
0: pants. Yes, yes, <laughs> through his pants. That's just how we explained it. Like, yeah. Also,
2: oh, for sure. Yeah, yes. there will be yes. signs.
0: Yes. <laughs> Sarah, is that you?
1: Going for the crib.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> Also, also like well, up in the attic after this is happening um the spirit box just like turns on by itself he's not by it because he's like, shh, like shh, shh, shh. Yeah. yeah it's the really like loud one yeah have you heard okay yeah sorry is yes, your no. frequencies yeah. yeah um and as it turns on it says the words ghost hunting that's wild so that's yeah like terrible. it knows what they're doing there well a spirit knows what they're doing it's really interesting mm-hmm Um, A couple other things they found during the investigation was the sound of footsteps in the hallway. There are times, you know, Zach says he hears noises. Personally, I don't hear them. But um, he also claimed they recorded the voice of a child spirit. However, you know, when they play it back and they're like, it says this. And I'm like, that sounds like gibberish. I don't know (laughs) what it is. like,
1: He said his name's Henry. Mm,
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Always take those with a grain of salt, as well as some, like, little moving lights or orbs on video. So those are, like, some minor things, but there was some evidence that I did find, like, pretty compelling. While Zach was, like, lying on that bed with his shoes off, uh, a camera on a tripod just fell down in the hallway on its own. So Zach doesn't see this. He hears it. He's startled. And he goes to check it out. Not only did the camera, like, fall out of nowhere, he mentioned, um, I believe, that the camera's battery was also dead. Very common. hmm He determines that the camera, like, shouldn't have been able to fall on its own. So I don't know the exact, like, name of these, but there are these, like, clamps or something that you put on the legs of the tripod that are supposed to, like, keep it, like, still and keep it in place. Like a weighted clamp or something? Yeah, a weighted clamp. Yeah, you put them in, you push a thing, and then they stay in place. Um, And even when Zach is, like, he puts it all up, the camera's on it, too. He kind of, like, pushes it a bit with, like, a little bit of force. Um, The camera, like, goes, but then comes, like, right back to, like, a standstill position. Okay. So it's not like something just, like, bumped into it. Like, something had to have used quite a bit of force to push it over. It didn't just slip. No. No. Didn't just slip off. Yeah. Weird Mm-hmm. Doors opening and closing on their own were also captured on video. This I thought was really wild. So the guys at one point, and this happens like multiple times, but there's this one where the guys are kind of like debriefing. They're going in this room, regrouping, looking over the stuff they have, and as they're watching like their videos, the door to their room like opens. They're all in this room. The door opens. Yeah. Yeah, in the room they like set up in. So they're like the door opens maybe a little more than a crack, like what I would imagine, like Maybe a younger kid or someone like peeking, like someone just trying to peek Ooh, through to see like what's like what are these people doing? What's going on? Yeah, yeah so it was really creepy. The guys stop what they're doing and Zach asks this spirit to close the door. And after a few seconds, the door just slams shut
1: on them. <gasps> mm-hmm. uh, Ooh, uh, I'm uh, oh, I'm getting okay. chills. Yeah.
0: Okay. The, then the spirit box in the room turns on by itself again, and when Zach asks why it slams the door, a woman's voice is captured saying, because I had to. I don't like that. Oh my no.
1: God. What an intelligent response. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very intelligent. She's probably like, well, damn, okay. <laughs> damn, sure. you yeah fucking told me to. Yeah. Has Duh. <laughs> huh. um, I, yeah, so that's... A lot of the footage, the evidence they captured, I didn't go over every single thing they experienced. So, again, if you want to check it out, I watched it on Discovery+. Plus. The episode's titled Stone Lion Inn, if you want to check it out. Um, And if you are wanting to travel to Guthrie, Oklahoma, you can check out the Stone Lion Inn. It's still there today. Yes! Hauntedrooms.com says that every morning, guests can wake up to freshly pressed coffee, strawberries and blueberries and rum cream, muffins and Canadian bacon... So they're really selling themselves just with the breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, the six suites you can choose from range from $77 a night up to $137 a night. Ladies. So we going? Go. Yeah. Yeah, not, not super care. expensive. I don't
1: care about the price. Which one's the most haunted? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which
0: I don't know. They, did, they didn't really mention that, I think, because like, the whole, I guess, place is supposed yeah. to be haunted. you um, could take the boys and get three different rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Test them. Oh also, I read... Um, that Becky is always creating, like, new murder mystery stories. She creates it herself. a woman. Yeah. So, because our hope was that, you know, if you come one time and you were to do the murder mystery event, the next time you come, it should be a whole new experience for you.
2: Okay, Which okay, is, that's pretty cool. I know,
0: it's super cool. Um, yeah, and that was the story of the Stone Lion Inn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, I will say. I'll give a shout out to Zach because he helped me. Like he gave me a couple ideas because I was like, I really just want to watch a Ghost Adventures episode and yeah. see like which one I can. I figured cover.
1: he's he's that's his that's his ish. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. He gave me a couple in this one. I was like, no, this is interesting.
1: Really, and it's like I love that it's not a super dark past. It just, no, it re- yeah. it's just, it's, just, it's just energy that yeah. seems to be there, except mm-hmm. for our poor friend Elmer. Yeah, but he's not really associated with the house. He's just like. Yeah, it's so far removed, I feel like it did
0: say, and it never really said wow. what. Um, but
1: the cemetery's yes, is close.
0: Yes, the cemetery is close by, okay. and it did say he his body was at a funeral home, but I don't know if they're insinuating that it was the funeral home that worked out of
2: that home or not.
0: But then it uh, granted it was the 1920s when that happened, and he died in 1911, so it couldn't be, couldn't have been. Yeah, true. Yeah, their website is cool. It's literally like a
2: storybook, and that's cool. how you pick the rooms. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Becky is. Becky's, Becky's
2: She's killing, killing it all. She's
0: killing it. She's killing it. it. These rooms look scary, but I'll still go stay in them. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing I was reading in that, like, um, I guess, article was that she, like, everything's renovated, but there's no, like, you're not going to find TVs or electronics like that. She wants you to, like, yeah, kind of live yeah. in that moment and experience everything in the house that it has to offer. Oh, yeah. Becky, I'm here for that. I know.
1: I'm yeah. so here so for it.
2: Sign mm-hmm. me up. Right. We'll pick a weekend and go. Yes. 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 Oh, so I've never,
1: never stayed in Oklahoma.
0: Mm-mm. Me either. Never been. Let's
1: go. Now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I have an excuse.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right.
0: Well, guys, that was a good group episode. That was it. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Woo-hoo. If you listeners enjoyed that, you can leave us, you know, a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, rate us on Spotify, wherever you're listening. It helps us out. If you have any, I guess, story recommendations for us, whether it's group episodes or single topics, you can send those to us at Sinister Sunrise Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sinister Sunrise Podcast. We also have TikTok at Sinister underscore sunrise underscore podcast whoa <laughs> mm-hmm. blink for a second um am i missing anything
1: no nah, man all right i think well, we're officially in spooky season
0: we are yes we are yes. so stay sinistal <laughs> <laughs> goodbye thanks